No, I look, uh, technically, I guess I was a Midwestern guy, which a lot of people wouldn't understand that either. I'm like pseudo Canadian. Pretty much you're close enough to the border that it's fine. Yeah, I'm like hipster Canadian. Like, I want to be cool, but I'm not really into the gig. Like, uh, instead of growing out a beard, I'd grow a crocheted beard or something. I mean, through a lot of uh, pseudo counter. Okay, so so you know how you have like um, all the different like states that border uh, the whatever. Um, yes. I think uh, I think Michigan is the least pseudo Canadians because like everybody knows how how Canadian Minnesotan people are. Canadian they're, they're, and Minnesota? No, like Minnesotans are practically Canadians with how nice are they? they are. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Minnesota Vic- or Minnesota Vikings. I get that. I get that. And then, and then, you know, Michigan's kind of like mainly because probably if it's uh, proximity to Toronto, where Toronto is like the least Canadian kind of place. Well, I mean, if you're gonna look at Detroit, then yes, where that's gonna be the least uh, Canadian area. But if you're gonna look at the Upper Peninsula, like Sault Ste. Marie and stuff, I mean, they bleed Canadian right there sure. at that point. Like, if Canada were to invade and take over the Upper Peninsula, there would not be a fight. A, because there's only, like, 10,000 people. And, I mean, in fact, I think the wildlife would be a greater danger to uh, the Canadian army than uh, to the actual people. The people, yeah. Okay. They'd invade in moose, but they'd have to fear the black bear. We have bears, too. (laughs) Yeah. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica, dude. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Mass Quest. This is episode 38. I'm your host for the episode. I'm Nick. We we have people with us today. We have we have one more person than usual. We have, as usual, we have Tyler. And then we're also Why? joined. Hello, yes. By a special guest, uh, yeah. Kevin. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi. Kevin, look alive. You are live to the air to a billion people who are probably actually not listening but uh they can hear you it's like the butterfly effect your words will carry for generations it will. i think uh, i don't know maybe not uh, if i don't pay what's up i just hope i don't say anything wrong it's okay anything your grandkids wrong. will pay the price yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say, it's not your blood that'll be spilled don't worry don't worry <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, we pieced it together. We, we got a guy from Sweden. We got a guy from uh, the Midwest America. Now we have a guy from British Columbia, Canada. We are representing. That's me. That, that, that's Nick. We are uh, representing over half the world at this point. We just need to grab an Australian or something. And we, we got the full corners here. Like maybe from somebody from Antarctica at this point, if we want to feel topical. But uh, yeah, we. Uh, we are worldly, man. Look at us. Wow. Yeah. We, it's, I mean, it's about time Americans got some culture. So, um, yeah, because we don't have culture at all, man. Pizza? <laughs> we made that ourselves. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Um, also, Wonder Bread. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that's bacon, my cousin. Uh, turkey wrapped in bacon, deep fried, uh, sticks of butter, deep fried. Uh, some, some culture. I'm jealous. I'm heckin' jealous. Cool whip people cool whip. we got the cool whip. <laughs> um 
This is episode number 38. We, yes, uh, as we said, we have a special guest. Um, let's just jump right into it. Kevin, how's your how's your week been going? What's uh, how's how's life? What's what's happening? Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Well, my week has been just like any other week. I go to school from Monday to Friday and then it's all chill. Okay. Uh, so let's let's start off with this. How old are you, Kevin? I am 17. Only 17 year Oh man, I gotta watch my mouth then. Jeez, uh, if uh, I swear, your parents he's, are gonna yell at me. He's gonna learn one way or the other. You're only 17. Gosh, my sister's turning 19 this year. I can't even remember. I remember what it's like to be 17. Now Nick, I'm feeling we, like the old man. Are we about to do the thing where we're like, we like start shaking the cane? <laughs> wow, back in my day, we used to have sugar-free whipped cream. And we used to throw rocks at each other and call each other names. We didn't have these servers. Okay, so uh, so you're 17. Uh, how do you and uh, uh, Tyler know each other? Um. Well, the first time I spoke to him was when uh, I applied for helper at the Pixel Spark Generation server, and he oh. contacted me and like, I don't know what did you do. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I believe the term is called bully. Uh, I bullied no, you. <laughs> you. You didn't. That's the opposite. I, you, helped, you helped me. You. I was uh just a fresh mod out of the scene and i wanted to make sure that we had a slew of people that wanted to be helper in the server and i did not want to watch you know let pig wash i was just going to be toxic toxic salty whatever you want to call it that you know just bring a negative light or drama to the server and so this this poor soul mr uh dexter or sorry spaxter here uh you know comes into the scene with an application i look i'm like i don't know this guy and, you know, I threw my cigar to the side. I'm going to have to find out what kind of person this is. And so I talk to him and I, I just give him the most vicious over the top. Hey, this is just a game. I don't care drill. Uh, and I, yeah, I asked him some serious questions. I was like, what are you going to do for the server if you become staff? And I don't know. Like, I tried doing this eye opening <laughs> level shit. And I was like, Tyler, this is a Minecraft server with Pokemon on it. What are you doing to this? Which apparently, you know, to a 17 year old kid. And it's like. I'm bullying him. I mean, he's helper now, and he, he's doing fantastic. Yeah, honestly, I think you really made me like see what I was doing wrong because I like two years ago or something like that. I tried to become helper on the same server, but I guess uh, that was the time when you could apply. Like anyone could apply when you went onto the website. Hmm. There was just uh, a link to the application, and I got denied like five times because I did the same thing every time like the generic cliche stuff like yeah I'm gonna make the server a better place and stuff like that since right right I I totally understand that honestly uh nowadays actually maybe it's different but uh I honestly think that you could have posted your application and you could have made it in just fine but at the very least, uh, this gives you some kind of ambition to help with the server and as well as to find something to do. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, uh, as with many people, uh, like by the time I got mod, I was starting to get burnt out because I completed my goal. I did all the stuff I said I wanted to do. And like right now, uh, I'm trying something new. I'm doing uh, for Pixel Spark, uh, the generation server. Sorry, Nick, I'm going to talk about video games no, for a second fine. here. I'm working on a, what is called a rare drop table system, uh, a la the style of uh, RuneScape, where uh, all Pokemon will have a chance to drop in uh, a special token that will give you cool rare items. 
And right now I'm doing research of what items to drop, uh, the list of Pokemon that should, uh, you know, drop what tier and stuff. And I'm telling myself, you know, to do that. But the problem is, though, I'm still not on the server when I'm working on that. And so it kind of looks bad on me that I'm not, you know, just on in, in the chat and stuff. Plus, I might be playing a shit ton of Kingdom Hearts, but, you know, whatever. Oh, quarter in the jar. Sorry, Kevin. Okay, my I, parents I, aren't home. Oh, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Man, actually, I, I, that makes me even more nervous. Oh, geez. Okay, uh, before uh trouble starts to brewing uh nick well what was your week week like man um my week's uh school school starting to really um escalate so uh just to fill everybody in um uh, specifically kevin i'm a university student here in uh, canada vancouver i'm uh studying i'm in a faculty a weird faculty it's like an interdisciplinary faculty mixes like art technology uh, coding and a bunch of things into one where you can do all sorts of things and i'm going into like web design um and i'm taking one more course than usual this semester and they're not difficult courses it's just uh the workload um is not a lot but it's there's so many things happening and on top of me wanting to play everything i keep um falling behind just a little bit uh but beyond that everything's fine um i think i put down that i tried a vr thing um have i talked extensively about vr um in terms of gaming on the show or have i mentioned it before i honestly uh you know i've talked about the playstation vr every now and then but i haven't seen you really put anything out on your end you might have tr said you tried some stuff with your friend at one point which uh, um, sounds incredibly suspicious the way i described that so uh for legal purposes <laughs> over you know for the canada mounted police uh nick isn't trying anything illegal i hope it was all with reality but um okay. yes yes um <laughs> uh no i dislike vr um well, that that's a hell of a bombshell. Okay, uh, I just why don't general, you like VR? I don't. I don't like change. Um, I don't like the the way it'll probably change uh, how we play FPSs. Just I'm use a the debit card then. You don't have to worry about the change. <laughs> Shut up, Tyler. I, I just I just really don't like change, and I'll get used to it when it uh, happens, I guess. But also, it's not the most uh, economically feasible gaming option right now outside of the PSVR. Uh, but that's outdated. Um, like the Vive and the Oculus, they're about $500 each, right? Yes, uh, and not to mention the cost to build a virtual reality game, the, you know, is very high, uh, you know, pound for pound. So as a result, uh, you're having companies have to pay a higher amount of money just to, you know, get a similar game that you would uh, normally. Yeah. And that that's going to create a limited market, which it has obviously so far. We, you know, we've seen virtual reality games come out, but the, the big hitters, you know, just hasn't happened. Yeah, that and the, um, a, a lot of them. Is. That and a lot of them are like horror games, which I have no interest in, as we've discussed plenty. Um, not most of them, but there are quite a few horror games out for the VR, and I'm like, I have no interest in that. I want, I want a shooter, but for a shooter, I need a, a 360 degree treadmill. You know, where I just have to like move and stand in place, and I can just run and then stand I'm on like a, a metal. Uh, What's it called? Like a not a snowboard, uh, like a snow sled or something. You're yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Like you're being hung in a harness and you're just moving around yeah. and stuff. Yeah. When they do that, that a that would be the fastest way for me to lose weight uh, because I'd spend so much time on that. And then that that makes uh, b that adds a uh, higher level of interactivity to an FPS uh, game that I would potentially be very interested. Regardless, going back to my point, um, mm. there is a program at my university in my faculty called. Uh, 
semester in alternate realities where they put together a bunch of people um, into smaller groups of four or five to create different VR experiences. Um, yeah, um, it's a. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Like they work with like they'll have a designer, a coder, um, and you know all these uh, different people with different skill sets in one team to create different things. So like one group did, uh, I think it was called Rising Tides, where they showcase the uh, in virtual reality the effect of uh, global warming and rising sea levels and how that would potentially affect the landscape of certain areas. Um, another place did like a very cute interactive like. Um, cafe kind of VR experience where you could sit down, go to a cafe, uh, order something and meet some people uh, like that they've uh, programmed in. Um, another group did, I think, a sleep paralysis VR experience, which oh, I stayed the no. fuck away from because no, no nobody can deal with that. But um, yeah, no, th- that was that's my week. And then I've been playing quite a few games. Um, but yeah, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, you've had uh, you had a week. You, you've survived. You're a survivor. A, a chilling experience. Global warming doesn't exist as a you know a Midwestern believer and all that stuff. Yeah, brother. Global warming doesn't actually. I don't know if Hulk Hogan uh, supports uh, global warming or not, so I, I can't endorse his view. Uh, so yeah, the polar vortex was a fun thing this week. For those who don't know uh, what the hell I'm talking about, uh, supposedly there is a very cold. Uh, circulatory system up in the north pole area that traps frigid cold winds and for some reason uh last week it was like oh hell no i'm busting out of here and so a portion of the cycle just broke out of the circle and shot through uh parts of canada into the midwest of the the u.s which uh suddenly dropped the temperature from like you know 20 30 degrees fahrenheit down to like negative 20 30 40 degrees and it was cold as tits, as it turns out. That was uh, one of those things where you know you don't want to piss outside because it'll freeze before it hits the ground, kind of stuff. And man, that was that was rough. Uh, working, you know, two three o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden, you know, feeling that just whoa! I, I turned Jack Frost real quick. I ordered so much shit. I, I even bought an electronic hand warmer. I didn't know those things existed, but they're pretty. An cool. electronic hand warmer. Electronic hand warmer, yes. Not, not you know, because you, you think of the, uh, I forgot what the brand is typically, of the kind that you just bust out, you shake it up a little bit, right. and then your hand is warm for a couple hours. There's one that is USB powered that generates heat. And uh, it's 30 bucks, or it was. I think it bumped up to like 37 because everybody bought them out. And uh, yeah, they're pieces of shit. But oh, I, do they warm your hands? So, yes, uh, the fact of the matter is it did heat up to, uh, according to the thing, it was like 130-something degrees Fahrenheit, which is fairly warm. But it would take about 5-10 minutes for it to reach that temperature. So, basically, what would happen as Nick is trying to calculate that into Celsius, uh, calls your shit. That is, th- th- that's 54 Celsius for the people who use the correct system. Carry on, uh, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, too, Kevin. I forgot. <laughs> metric motherfuckers I just want to call you guys the metric motherfucker game uh so what would happen is i would have to get to a store and looking at the paperwork decide if i'm going to be hella miserable to turn this thing on before i get out of the truck that way by the time i come back in it's nice and toasty for me to grab because if i you know if i come back and i'm like you know frostbit the fingertips and i'm i'm holding this thing that's just you know room temperature at the most 
Plus, it, uh, it's also a power bank and a flashlight. I thought that was pretty cool. So it has multiple good uses for it. I, I dislike products that are just too many things in one. Well, because I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it's probably made very poorly in some foreign place. And it's all these things in one. The wiring is bad. And then you just stand to, like, lose a finger. So if I understand this correctly, Nick, unless it is the... Uh, the you know the army knife from switzerland uh you don't tr- you know you don't trust a multi uh task tool not a multitask electronic tool okay well if you think about it like this uh this electronic ham- uh electronic hand warmer power bank and a flashlight it feels like that's something you would keep in your glove box after charging it up to max uh, in case you know you have your car gets disabled and it's cold as shit oh, no, so, sure. you know, i still have one of them because they still sound cool i just don't trust them I can't blame you. Like, uh, I'm afraid because the turn on the heat is just a switch on the side. I could easily just put it in my backpack and, you know, the switch is on. And before I know it, my backpack is, you know, smoldering because, you know, God forbid, I, you know, keep gasoline or something in there, too, which I, I wouldn't. Uh, well, usually you know, some people piss me off in traffic. Uh, okay. Other than, that, uh, other than that, it was so fucking cold that my car died. And not just die, died like, oh, no, the battery, you know, took a dump. I got to, you know, jump it up and, you know, warm it up and everything. No, this fucker had its own funeral while I was out. Like, I came back and I missed the casket being lowered into the ground. That was my car. And so I got it jumped up. Mind you, like I said, the negative 14 at this point, which, uh, Nick, what is that in uh, Celsius? Negative Yeah. I mean, that's why I was getting closer to Celsius. Uh, it's negative 25. That's pretty cold. That That is cold. And so I got to get under the, my car because my hood popper was frozen. And so I unhatch it, I unhatch it. I uh, get this thing jump start. It was so cold that the power steering fluid was no longer fluid. It turned into a slushy. And it jammed up the uh, power steering uh, pump, which meant the serpentine belt was just rubbing against it and smoking. And... <laughs> I was like, okay, car's dead. It was worth $500. Now it's worth whatever it's, you know, in scrap. Uh, rest in peace. Rip. Uh, I left, a, you know, a frozen rose on it, and then I just flat out abandoned it for two days. Uh, fast forward, I took it to the mechanic shop, and it turned out it was just very cold. I just had to let it warm up everything. Like, I let it sit in the mechanic shop for like five hours and, uh, you know, 70 degrees, which is, I don't know what the fuck that is for you guys. I'm not I'm not even going to bother anymore. And 70 degrees, uh, let's let's say 40 degrees uh, Celsius, that sounds close enough to like 80 degrees me, I don't know. Uh, and it came back to life, it was like a happy puppy that got thawed out, like Captain America. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I didn't mean to abandon you, I thought I was going to have to buy a new car. I was very happy, so happy that I was going to save so much money that I spent a lot of money on diapers this week, Nick. Oh, had- why? I bought $80 of diapers because uh, this morning my sister gave birth to her third child. And I I was uh, I was not there there. I was like 20 feet away as they're doing the operation because uh, it it got complicated. It turned into a C-section. It was Oh no. It was kind of spooky, but uh, you know, everything worked okay? out fine. Uh yeah, she's sore as shit right now. She's very unhappy. Uh you know, if you were to take a, a sword to, uh, slice to the gut to, you know, let your uh, your seed come out of the womb, or not the womb, well, wound, yes, technically, and womb, but whatever, uh, yeah, double in time, oh, I don't know what kind of joke that is, 
Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, got to hold uh, my second niece uh, for the first time, and uh, she was less than two hours old. It was kind of weird holding a super newborn-ass child in your arms, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I jumped when it sneezed at me. Oh, it just scared because <laughs> I'm a big guy. Well, what I'm, are they going to do, Tyler? She's a little tiny little thing. I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that pours milk into my cereal and it catches fire for some reason. And so it's like, I'm holding this. I have no idea what's going to happen to it. It's like going to turn into like, it's like Resident Evil 2. It just starts mutating. <laughs> the heads are spinning. But uh, not, none of that happened. Uh, the child is mostly intact, uh, thankfully. Everything worked out good. It did not shit its pants on me uh, as the tradition of the other two child uh, that were my niece and ne- nephew. And... Man, it was a good one. It was a fun experience. Uh, Unfortunately, my wife, who, you know, stayed up all night with her, she was dead tired. She's currently passed out. She might be listening in. I don't know. I am currently rocking on about maybe four, four and a half hours of sleep, but that's okay. I've been sleep deprived plenty before, and I am rocking it right now. So we're going to power. We're going to power through it. All right. Let's let's we are a video game podcast. Yes, we uh, are in fact yeah, like have right. we talked about wait we, we did talk about Pixel Spark, so we're on track. We're like two percent to the video game part. Two percent and we're gonna just uh jump right into what everybody's been playing. Um uh Kevin as our guest, what have uh what have you been playing? So I've been playing a lot of Terraria recently. <laughs> Alright, there we go. There we go. In in case in case you thought Tyler did not like you. You can be guaranteed that he likes you now. Oh, Kevin, um, you poor fool. <laughs> All right. So, I see you're a man of taste. Tell me about it. What is Terraria? Well, what it is? Well, yeah. a lot of people call it like 2D Minecraft, which I would I would disagree because it has a lot of differences. Mm, yeah, so like the, like the boss system and crafting system for yeah. weapons and stuff. It's yeah, very, you can uh, still build houses and like mine for materials other than that it's a lot different um i have about 500 hours on the game according to steam well my young padawan i too have been uh, <laughs> a fine fine player of uh i think terraria is actually my most played game of all time thanks to steam's uh, logistics uh, so RE Logic's game here, uh, good old Terraria. Are you are you playing it single player right now? Or are you playing it with friends? No, no, no. I'm playing with a friends, and we're doing a modded playthrough. Uh, wait, a, a what playthrough? Modded, so with mods. Hmm. Mm. Now I got strong feelings about uh, Terrarian mods. What kind of mods are you using, though? Are you using uh, spirit mods and calamity mod, which are just yep, go on. Okay, I was gonna say I have no fucking idea what they are. So, oh, uh, well, they basically add more items and bosses and NPCs, even biomes to the game. Even biomes? Uh, yeah, not very big biomes, just a small like portion of the map. But I think, like, I do enjoy playing with mods, but sometimes it's nice to return to just the old-fashioned normal thing because with mods you get that experience of like you find an item and you're like "Ooh, what's this is this good what can i do with it whereas if you play normal terraria you mostly know what everything is already true that is true uh 
Vanilla Terraria, I feel like, uh, gets stagnant by the time you beat. Like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, about once a year, me and my friends will all team up and just go ape shit because we're like, ah, oh, Terraria is a thing. We're having fun again. But by the time we get to Plant Terra, everybody's like, can we do the next boss yet? You know, just that kind of stuff. And it's like, come on, guys. And you know, at least get excited that we're gonna do the Moon Lord, right? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's so upsetting because, as Nick knows, uh, I am feverishly in love with uh, Terraria in every aspect of the word. And so is, uh, I think, like 20 million other people that bought the game. So, yeah. Uh, what else have you been playing, though, man? Uh, well, I I, I don't know how recent it was, but it went. Uh, the Fox tweeted a new game. Well, like it was more, it was more of a demo of a game, like you know, Deltarune. Um, and I think it's interesting because he said that that's Deltarune is not doesn't have anything to do with Undertale, but on the website to Deltarune it says that you you should play Undertale before you play Deltarune. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting because uh, Deltarune was made by. Toby Fox, who also made obviously uh, Undertale, uh, according to the Wikipedia article, it's considered part of the Undertale series. So I'm not sure what's uh, up with the logic here. Oh, I don't know. It might have been because he didn't want people to expect another Undertale. Because hmm. to be honest, it wasn't. It wasn't as deep and like yeah, as good of a story as Undertale. Fair enough. Uh, it did come out uh, last year on Halloween, actually. So, uh, but it's also technically just chapter one. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wonder how that's going to work. Uh, it's technically then, op, you know, episodic. But does that mean that he has like five chapters already planned out, or if he is he just calling it like you know the first in the series? I'm not sure uh, what this all represents here. Now, I... did you play Undertale, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, no, actually, I didn't. I watched a playthrough of it. It's okay. I, I won't judge you because I'm pretty sure I'm the same thing. Because I've seen, like, I think I own it, but I've either played some of it and watched the rest of it because I have no idea. I'm honestly thinking I watched most of it because there's just so much shit, the, the, you know, different directions you can go with the pacifist route and all that stuff. And yeah. I was the, uh, the kind of guy who was like, murder them all kind of guy, which, you know, was terrible. Uh, you know, whatever it's part of the game uh rune uh how many hours do you think you put into it so far um i finished the story the first part of the story and uh might have taken like five four or five hours oh that's minutes. really short yeah it was but i'm i don't know i at the start, I was really excited, but eventually, I just was less. I just want to know how this ends, so I just rushed through it all. Uh, don't you hate that where you get into a game and it has like a good strong start, but it starts to drag to the point where it's like, I just want the story beats. Just, you know, just let let me know how this finishes, because you know I'm one step away from just YouTubing the damn cutscene just to see what's going on here, which uh, <laughs> it's happened to me t before plenty of times. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, Nick, have you heard of Delta Rune before? Because this is the first time I've ever picked it up. 
Uh, no, same. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, I know of Undertale. I know how much people love Undertale. I downloaded Undertale. I played it. It didn't really stick with me, or at least I wasn't trying enough. Uh, mind you, it was also on my Mac, so I really wasn't bothered there. Um, I I have full respect for uh, for this guy, though, Toby Fox. Uh, Undertale was made completely by him, you know, in a basement not a basement i think it was his garage and he was just working on it all day and then he put it out and so for him to try something new expand on that put out this and it's for free too um i can only imagine how much he's made off undertale for him to be able to put that put this out for free or what else he's working on true very true and uh i don't see any mention about the uh whether or not the uh, same artist for undertale was the, uh, the person that's in charge of uh delta Rim. Which uh, this thing is very kind to point out to me is a anagram of Undertale, Delta yeah. Rune. Uh, uh, ah, ah, so, that would make yeah, sense. Uh, the person I'm talking about is uh, Tiyoki Chain is uh, or Chang uh, is the person that's in charge of uh, a lot of the uh, art design for it, alongside Toby Fox too. Uh, she's more known for her name, uh, Temi. Uh, which okay. you know brings uh, the name into Undertale quite a few times, especially during uh, the Temi sections, uh, which is interesting to say the least about it. Uh, oh man, I haven't thought about Undertale in like three days, man. Uh, now I'm thinking about it again. Is, is, do you think it's a game uh, worth revisiting, replaying? Um, probably if you're into if you're into indies. Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean indies, RPGs. I mean, actually, like Tyler, that that you'd probably be a better fit for a game like Undertale because you grew up with games that looked like Undertale. Are you trying to call me old? Um, indirectly, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me try to ask that question again, uh, differently though. Are you calling me old? D. Yes. Oh. Uh, final answer. Um, and I'm locking it. <laughs> Lock it down. Da -da -da -da. Okay. I'm sorry. I should not have called you a, a gendered insult, sir. <laughs> Motherfucker. There we go. That that's uh not. Listen, gendered. I'm a snowflake and I'm offended. Um, any other games uh that you've been playing recently, uh, Kevin? Mm, yeah, uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. I love Stardew Valley so much. What a beautiful game. Is it? Yeah. Is it though? Yes, Tyler. Yes, okay. Tyler. Ask okay. Amanda, Tyler. <laughs> Amanda will let you know whether Stardew Valley is a beautiful game or not, Tyler. <clears throat> so, Kevin, just for reference, <laughs> uh, I've never touched a single minute of Stardew Valley, but I've watched my wife play a lot of it. Like, a lot of it. <laughs> like, gross amounts of it where I come home every day and that's what she's, you know, playing. I talk to her on the phone. That's what she's playing, and I, I'm worried that it's gonna give me the uh, the Fallout Three effect, where all my friends were playing Fallout Three and I had to watch like almost fifty to hundred hours worth of it. And so when I finally play it, I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I played it already, you know, through my mind. But prove me wrong. Is, is uh, Stardew Valley a fun game to play? It is. I think it's a game. That's that a well argument. Let's wrap it up. No, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how many hours have you put into uh, this kind of game? Because uh, we, we can easily go into the hundreds, couldn't we? One hundred and seven. God damn! Are you playing this that's on the PC how... then? Yeah. Oh, uh, what year that's... are you? Sorry, go ahead. I keep cutting you off. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, 
that's about how long it took me. It took maybe 90 hours for me to complete the game. Well, complete. You can't really complete it, but like to get the final thing. You get the credits? Yeah, basically. I, was say, I don't even know if you get the credits or not. <laughs> maybe there is no credits. I still haven't gotten the credits and I'm about 120 hours in. But that's because I started over three farms, I think. Do you guys... You guys got school and shit. How can you spend this much time on a game? Come Don't outside, ask. live a little. No sleep. Yeah. An answer. That, that, that is true. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh boy. Look at you, Nick. You, you, you're teaching them fucking who wants to be a millionaire level jokes here. I heard that <laughs> locked in. Final answer. Okay. I mean, you know, somebody has to take over for us when we die. I'm only cool if I stand outside in this fucking weather right now. So uh, <laughs> I'm the old grandpa over here that's like, hey, this Undertale game. Oh, let me get the Ben Gay on the elbows. Oh, this Undertale game reminds me of back when I used to play. And before it was just hoops and sticks. But, you know, the 16-bit game might be pretty good. Tyler, you have a game that you've been waiting for. Sardi Valley is a fun game, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good time. Uh, I really want to pick it up, but I've been distracted by, like, the Barry Bonds heavy header of video games right now. A game that I've been waiting for for well over 12 years. And goddamn is it here. So, we're, uh, so uh, Tyler and I discussed this a little bit before. This week's not going to be too heavy. Um, on this particular game that Tyler's going to be bringing up. So next week, expect to have a full-fledged, glorified, I hope not disappointing review of Tyler. Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts is a fun game, which, uh, you know, it's weird because outside the U.S., whenever I bring this up with some people, they're like, Kingdom Hearts what? And it freaks me the fuck out because everybody around me like goes apeshit. Like they swing their arms in the air like one of those uh used car salesmen uh flappy things. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3! But then like for example, I went to Kevin, I was like, Kingdom Hearts 3, and he's like, What's I've heard of Kingdom Hearts, but I have no idea what it is. I'm like, oh blasphemy. And it's purely because I, I think it's purely because um, no other nation in the world has such a strong tie, strong connection to the characters in Kingdom Hearts three as as Americans do, uh, specifically oh, the Disney characters. Japan, but oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Let's say so as you know, with Disney characters mixed in with Final Fantasy style settings, it, it's a wild ride and. For those who are worried, like, oh shit, Tyler's about to go into spoilers on Kingdom Hearts 3. I will not. I, I will not discuss anything that happens in terms of the story and whatnot. So rest assured, next week, balls are in your court. You're going to have to run. I'm sorry, but we're going to talk a little bit. We're not going to, you know, talk about, you know, the final ending because I'm not even that far in. I'm 10 hours into Kingdom Hearts right now. I'm on what I believe is the third or fourth world. And I have a numerous amount to say about Sora and the team. Nick, uh, you told me you had some uh, impressions being told to you from other people. Uh, could you uh, remind me what they were? Um, in general, the vibe that I was getting was that uh, gameplay-wise, Kingdom Hearts 3 was quite polished, quite finished, well worth the wait. Uh, Story-wise, uh, at the end, everything finally ties together. Mm -hmm. And this could very well be true. Uh, in terms of uh, how the way everything played out, uh, for like the combat system and whatnot, 
beautiful uh by far much better than uh even kingdom hearts 2 now a lot of people including myself was like kingdom hearts 2 had the best combat system the whole thing i agree kingdom hearts 3 manages to take it one step further uh honestly uh i think the biggest thing for me would be uh the form change uh in kingdom hearts 2 for the most part you had like valor form wisdom form final form and all that good stuff you could mess around and uh get superpowers and stuff but in here you have uh, a secondary form that you can activate after you hit an enemy enough times with a given Keyblade. I thought this was cool from what I can tell so far. The Keyblades uh, aren't stronger over time, naturally. And so that means uh, if you get a uh, Keyblade that you know looks lame at the very end of the game, you don't have to use it if it has higher stats because it's not. The only way you're going to be able to raise the stats of your Keyblades is by items that you'll get either by luck or by story beats in the game. So okay. you'll, you know, from the very beginning of the game to the very end, you'll pick a Keyblade that you'll really like, uh, and then you can beef it up uh, as you see fit. Now, the nice thing about this is uh, each Keyblade has a second form change. Uh, like I said, you beat up an enemy 10 or 15 times, and all of a sudden you'll be able to activate the secondary effect. Uh, for example, right now, I have a Keyblade that I'm using, activate secondary effect, it turns into a big ass hammer. And I'm like, That's okay. Cool. And so I'm going from like, you know, beating somebody up with my little Keyblade sword thingy, all of a sudden it turns into fucking hammer time and whack a mole with these Heartless. And that was cool. And there's something weird about this particular uh, Keyblade. Uh, it has a third or a second, second form. I'm like, what the fuck? I, you know, I hit an enemy enough with the hammer. I'm like, okay, what, what happens if I hit you know the button again? It turns into a fucking drill. And I'm like, sure, okay, yeah, we're, we're fucking drilling. So, meanwhile, you know, I, I just had fun with hammer time, and now I get a time limit to where I'm you know drilling around with this weird claw shot, evil looking thing that may, would make a uh, escadrill very very proud. <laughs> and I'm just murdering beautiful animation with the destruction of the ground and stuff as Sora is tearing things up and I really appreciate it uh, other things that are throwing me off a little bit would be uh, like uh, skill links which are essentially uh, summons uh, in okay. the original games you could summon like uh, you know usual Disney characters this one uh, I haven't really found one I liked so far I've only gotten two uh, one of them the first one is a dream eater which you have no fucking idea what that even is unless you play dream drop distance so goodbye for that one and the other one is from a movie i haven't really seen and it's, it's pretty cool uh you know like i said i want to talk about it but what? it what's up i'm curious as to what movie that is uh what's it called uh they just had a new one that came out uh wreck oh. ralph yeah, let's just say screw it, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, so Wreck-It Ralph is interesting as a summon because you think, you know, you hop on Wreck-It Ralph, he's just going to punch everybody, right? No. Yeah. Did you, did you not see Wreck-It Ralph, uh, you know, breaks the internet? And, uh, oh, I did. The, uh, the Disney princesses. Oh, that was such a good scene. Yeah, okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of uh, having him be just a brawler, you're sitting on top of like a giant ogre. Uh, he is... Uh, it would be great to have Shrek, but that is owned by DreamWorks, which is not Disney. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Get out of my swamp. 
Yes, 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 queen. Uh, he, is, he puts uh, a cannon down. He gives you like five, six cannons you can place down in different locations. And you got to put them near the enemies, but line up to where the first shot's going to shoot out the second cannon. And it's just like so technical. And it's like, I just I just want to punch stuff. And so the, the hammer drill combo thing is just making me all sorts of happy. But the, you know, the only time I ever use a skill link or a summon is it heals you to full health. And so if Donald's, you know, saying, go eat my ass or I ain't healing you up, uh, you know, I say, okay, fine. I'll, I'll summon a, a skill link and heal myself up. Uh, wall climbing. Wall climbing in uh, the style is now a thing, apparently. You can do that in uh, some of the things. So vertically scaling up a cliff during a boss fight? Interesting. <laughs> uh, trying to attack enemies on the wall, which instantly stops you from climbing the wall and sends you plummeting to your death also interesting uh i haven't seen any like completely just like you're so screwed over kind of thing but uh it's been fun you know it's uh interesting uh way of uh scaling you know situations where you know instead of just running up a very long hill along the mountain you can actually just climb the you know cliff face uh in terms of the story i've seen so far i warned you nick I fucking warned you like a son of a bitch. They started talking about stuff straight off the get-go that if you never touched a Kingdom Hearts game, you're like, I mean, because you know, they're talking about, uh, for example, we have no idea what it is. Uh, it's said in, like, uh, in the beginning, like pre-trailer and all that stuff, a black box. What the fuck is the black box? I'll, I'll, you know, these characters are like, I'm looking for the black box. And I was like, what's the black I, box? I feel like you've mentioned it to me last week and I've completely forgotten it by now it's okay it's okay uh so the story uh can be understood without understanding a lot of it as you play this game but at the same time there's no context to half this shit so the it's like playing Metal Gear Solid 4 without you know looking at anything else and it's like you, you could play the game you can beat it but you're gonna have a bad time and right, so right. I feel bad for the people that, you know, they're enjoying the game, but they have no idea what the fuck is going on, like, in the finer scheme of things. Uh, the worlds I played so far, uh, the first one, I'm not going to lie, they called it a tutorial world. It went so far, Nick, that they called it Kingdom Hearts 2.9 in the game. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? This is Kingdom Hearts 3. Why do you give me a 2.9? No, they gave me a tutorial world. It's cute. It's cute. It's, it's cute. All right. So moving on. Um, that's Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. In before, yeah. in before it gets a little longer. Oh, yeah. Um, I will too. Yeah, cut me off, please. <laughs> um, before we talk about other games that we've been playing, uh, because there's a game that we played together this week that I swore I would never play, but, but somehow I played it anyways. Uh, but before we do get to that, I wanted to ask Kevin, uh, what other games do you generally play? Uh, like, what are your kinds of games? Are these, uh, uh, like uh, Terraria, Stardew Valley, Pixel Spark, are these your kinds of games? Or are you into shooters? Are you into MOBAs? Are you into RTSs? Um, I... Like, I can play any game, but the games I usually play nowadays are Terraria, uh, Pixel Spark, and then I also play uh, League of Legends from time to time. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I, I, I strongly dislike MOBAs. Um, I, I find MOBAs very, very difficult to play. Um, I can watch them. 
he's uh he strongly voiced his scorn over games like league of legends uh since we started podcasting together by i far. can watch them competitively uh because the game's on a whole different level it's on a whole different pace but to sit and actually play through a moba it make it bores me um but, but no that's cool um it, we, we always have uh, interesting uh matchups here uh, i play a lot of shooters tyler plays um a lot of weird other games. Uh, the fuck you games. Said, Nick. He called me um, old. He, he doesn't play. He doesn't play the. Games. He doesn't play the good games. Um, I'll fight you. Won't be one. But Tyler, uh, what do we? What do you have any other games you want to talk about before we get to that game we played together? Of course. Uh, uh, just to recap on Destiny Child, my uh, oh, okay, worst yeah. about the game being uh, walled at this point is uh, still completely correct. Uh, I realized I am now having to resort completely to uh, just daily missions and stuff like that. And it's been throwing me off because honestly, Kevin, have you heard of Destiny Child? Oh, Kevin's thinking. Kevin's thinking uh, hard. I have not, no. Uh, it, it's, it's a mobile game, and I, I, I won't give you the hot details because I just burnt the fuck out of you with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, but I'm uh, like 35 to 40 hours in, and unfortunately, uh, even with the special events that have been going on with uh, Miku Hatsune and all that shit, I've only been able to put like maybe one of the two hours in at the, uh, a day at the very most just because I've done all the content that they have available. And unfortunately, uh, with that, Destiny Child is uh, starting to become, might come to a close at this rate. I'm not sure what's going to happen until, uh, until we talk about it. Until put out new content? Yeah, no, yeah. You know, it's still a great game. It's just I feel like you know at this point, Nick, I, I got two level or six star characters and then three five stars that are maxed out right now, and so my only enjoying playing like even if I played the missions for experience, my characters don't gain experience anymore. So it's like, what's the point? You know, get more characters, spend money. <sighs> no, I will not spend money on this fucking game. I'm just glad you it it hasn't uh, pulled you into the money spending part of it yet you know it's funny uh with uh kevin here he maybe he doesn't know the full level of it i spent a lot of money on the server for generations just you know the buy people ranks and stuff and yeah here i am you know saying i'll never spend a goddamn penny on this game because you know i'm frugal and stuff <laughs> meanwhile it's like destiny key destiny key destiny key and <laughs> Yeah, well, you yeah, you bought a rank from one of my friends, didn't you? Uh, um, I don't know your rank, uh, your friend, but uh, I, I, mean, I believe he he talks about you buying him a rank for in-game money. He owes you money, I think. Like, oh, does he? Cool, because I forgot. I, Let me know what his in-game name is, please. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you when. Uh, yeah, you you you've just lost a friend. Your friend's like fucking Kevin. Why the fuck I'm gonna ask you to bring it up? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's funny because he is also the type of guy that plays a lot of mobile games and he also okay. spends money on them which i strongly like disagree with because i can get if you find a fun game on your phone to play yeah like, that you spend a lot of time on but spending money on a f mobile game just sounds strange to me absolutely and uh uh brandon's uh watching now uh okay so i agree with you kevin first off uh after clash of clans i believe it's called uh, yes clash, I clans. Think it was clash of clans i you know i think i dropped like 
almost two hundred dollars on that game uh, during my uh, early days of truck driving. Just and I, you know, after a while, I kind of you know, like looked at the big picture. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Because you know, I'm doing this to make myself feel better, but I'm not making enough progress to make it feel better. And it's like at this point, it's like you're gonna have to spend a hundred dollars just to feel good over a phone mobile game. It's like I had to look very hard in the mirror, and I've now hit the point where. Uh, I've decided that the only time I spend money is if I'm wrapping up a game and I, you know, I spent, you know, 10, 20 hours on, it, I had a great time. I'll kind of do like a thank you thing and just buy like a $20 thing and then just let it sit there because once you hit that paywall, you got to decide if you're going to invest money into it because you're going to, you know, you fall for the bait and all that stuff. Uh, it's still weird for me because destiny child still hasn't really gave me that money bait yet you know almost 35 40 hours in it's like what the fuck's going on you've just run out of content and honestly it's tempting to look do that but the bait is like 40 50 dollars minimum for most of the stuff and it's like that's a hell of you know that that, that's golden s rank bait right there i'm not gonna fall for that shit so it's like i guess it's free you know Mm -hmm. i'm still joking about the idea where if they charge me 20 dollars for the rest of the story they'd get 40 out of me so i could play it twice but uh nick hi nick, uh, we we teamed up and played a game together didn't we yeah we did uh yeah uh funnily enough kevin mentioned it we i downloaded league a league of legends a moba the, the um, league of legends the finest and number one moba in all of uh world history yes i'll 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 take your word for it um don't take my I, only... word for it, I don't believe it either like i don't think there's such I don't even know who would, uh, what would get the title. Not Dota 2 for sure, but... I only agreed to play uh, ARAMs because they're shorter. They're a lot more chaotic. They're a lot more... Uh, just purely because I wouldn't have to play as long. And I played with Tyler. And he pulled in a friend who pulled in another friend. And then he left. And it was just the three of us for a while. And then eventually we burned ourselves out. But I was having fun. It was my first time playing... Uh, Second time playing League, if I don't count the first time, I gave it a shot and then never played it again. Now, the interesting thing about ARAMs, all random, all middle, is uh, with a regular game, you might be either by yourself or with one other person. You got a role, you got to fulfill that role in order to win the lane and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, eventually you'll get the team fights and all that stuff. But in ARAMs, there's only one thing you got to worry about. Well, two things. Don't die slash kill them and destroy the tower. And so with that, it's simple right there. They randomly hand you a character, go ape shit. Everybody's together. You don't have to worry about, you know, unless you step, you know, 50 feet forward saying, hey, where's my team, guys? And then you just, you know, get exploded or something. Uh, Other than that, you know, it's fairly not safe, but simplified in your goals. And so it's a great way to learn characters and randomize it. And uh you were telling me there's a couple of characters that you kind of enjoyed. You felt like he uh, got a, a good wraparound. I, I remember two of them, uh, which yes. was uh, Quinn and Brand. Yes, uh, Falcon Lady and Fire Guy. Uh, they were fantastic. Um, Falcon I, Lady. First off, the, the Falcon is named Valor. Thank you. 
All right, so Falcon Lady is uh, was really fun, really nice and mobile, uh, ranged character. I had to remind myself that she's a ranged character because I'm very much an aggressive player and I'll go in. Uh, but then uh, I had uh, you, yourself, Tyler, and uh, I can't remember your friend's name, uh, but constantly reminding me and David. giving me tips, David, as we as we played of uh, positioning and what my characters do. So that really helped. Um, and then figuring out what my abilities, how my abilities work together. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, fit in well like my kind of play style fit in well with uh, uh, Falcon Lady and Fire Guy. Fire Guy was uh, a glass cannon, um, I believe uh, that was the term that you used. And I really liked his abilities. His abilities were interesting, and you really had to be wary of of timing them right because a lot of the explosions, like there was a lot of uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking cast times. There were cast times for a lot of his spells, so you had to predict to some extent where your opponents would go. Um, and right. I found that really interesting. Uh, because the thing that bothers me the most about MOBAs is usually that they're uh, a click for action. Um, and I don't like not being able to move uh, with uh, uh, using keys. Like, I, I dislike that. I'm wondering right now, too, if, uh, if, if it now defaults to uh, what is called smart casting. Where uh, if you press a button, l- let's say uh, Brand's Alt. Do you remember where you shoot a fireball and it starts bouncing along? Uh, normally, before, uh, you would press R and then you would click on the character. Mm-hmm. But if you're hovering over the character while you press R, it would automatically select it and then cast it instantly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been doing that. Okay, so... Yeah, I had that functionality turn on. Yeah. It's so nice, man. Thank you. I was worried for your sake. Like, because, uh, you know, that's the millisecond of time that you would, uh, you know, be spending mm-hmm. on... You know, was... Uh, are you willing to play that again sometime? Oh yeah, I had fun with ARM, but like it's not something I would play alone. Um, if somebody's like, "Hey, do you want to play this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll play." You know, I only play with buds, grab a beer or so, uh, have a good time with it. Uh, because I, at that point, um, I just didn't default to caring about winning or losing. I just defaulted to like trying to understand how the how these things work. Because there's really no, without any kind of guidance, there's no. Uh, tutorial. There's no introduction to the item shop, so you sort of have to sit there and figure it out, uh, and uh, just like figuring out every. There's so many different heroes, and so figuring out how each of their abilities work together. Um, and so I was just for the most part happy. I went by which hero I found the most attractive. Usually, that's how <laughs> yeah, I pick my hero. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I have no reason to hide anything about it. I just like, oh, she looks pretty. I'm gonna pick her, and then I played her. That's I think how I got Jen now the one time, and I just didn't really like gel well with her uh, abilities. Uh, they weren't for me. If it makes you feel better, I think 80 percent of the American audience follows that same rule. For <laughs> uh, it, it has to be a, a pretty character. Uh, you know, that's why. Uh, Ezreal is keeping up with the rest yeah, of the because because when you kick ass you want to look good you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, like you, the the cool hero guy is not looking like shit or he's not ugly when you're <laughs> when hey, he's speak yourself, Urgot is hilarious to play and I hope one day you'll get that position mm. uh, Urgot has a uh, a finishing move where he shoots out it now it, it's a fucking six-legged motherfucker it looks like a, a horror movie oh, oh i know i know what you're talking about i've seen i've seen uh, him in comp- uh, competitive play and his alt shoots a chain out and if it hits a player uh if he gets that player under like 20 percent health or something he drags that motherfucker in instantly and just gnaws him to pieces and it's hilarious and you you don't look pretty or anything like that but you goddamn mm. you look scary 
And so I got respect for those kind of characters. There are some characters that just seem kind of boring for the most part, but yeah. they serve a different role. Like when when I think of bland people, I think of like uh, Zach, who's a giant green blob essentially. But at the same time, you do uh, you know all three or whatever. You turn into this giant balloon thing just to taunt somebody, and you know everybody has a a different time a kind of style. I'd like yeah. to think. Um, but, uh, Evan, uh, what do you what do you generally play when you're playing League? You like what game mode or heroes-wise? What characters do you like to play? Um, I have been playing Thresh as a main character for like a really? year. Really? Yeah, hey, I'm over here. Yeah, I find him like really satisfying to play. Like very, yeah, it just feels good whenever you hit a hook or predict a flash or something like that now nick uh do you know who we're talking about with uh thresh no okay so he has uh the two most notable things i'd like to think is uh he has a hook almost uh, like a uh, blitzcrank but instead of a, a full-on pull in he tugs him towards himself or he can swing himself towards the enemy uh the second thing i would like to say would probably be the best thing is uh his lantern his lantern he can toss far away so what he would do is uh he would toss the lantern behind him for somebody to grab it throw his hook land the hook and then all of a sudden two players just are uh, suddenly uh, up to the i remember i think we played against a thresh once oh, i yeah. think <laughs> i remember the annoying idiot oh yes um, an annoying idiot. See, because because I get competitive, Tyler, you know this. So I got really quiet, and Tyler was upset. I was uh, worried that I was um, uh, mad or upset, or you know, the fact that it's a MOBA, and I've voiced my clear disdain. But yeah, you um, were like super saying salty or something. Like oh no, boy. but so that usually you'd be right. Uh, when I when I do go quiet, I do tend to. Uh, it's usually because I'm upset, but it's also because I'm. Uh, um, concentrating focusing trying to understand how things are working just trying to focus on the game because if you're not used to mobas as well um there's just so much going on the screen and it's so oh, yeah. easy to lose track of your character and i lost i'll be honest i had no idea what was happening most fights you know i'd come in i just walk into a team fight because i died i'm, I'm getting farmed i'd walk into a team <laughs> fight press on one character and all of a sudden i'd get a double kill and be like i would sick and stealing like a pentakill from uh david i think i did that once or twice yes you did um um it, it, it's interesting because David was trying to teach you what you could do. Yeah, I was trying to teach you what they could do, and you should watch out for. I'm like, you see that Blitzcrank motherfucker? He has a mean yeah. hook. You stay away from that son of a bitch. Was that uh, actually very good uh, support coming from both sides, and it made it easy. It made it pretty seamless, and I was enjoying myself. But I think I was also just tired because it was pretty late at night. But also, I was like paying attention. I was like, all right, you know, this is something new. Let's. Let's learn what's going on here. Let's let's figure it out, um, because the only other MOBA that I'd played for a significant amount of time, and in this case, significant is about four hours, um, was Heroes of the Storm. And Heroes, mm. Heroes of the Storm was is a lot simpler. There's object. There's an objective that, uh, like a clear objective outside of like your traditional lanes. Um, but yeah, um, that's League of Legends. Yes, it was. Uh, I hope we play a little bit more and. Uh... See if you can find a character that you really like, and maybe try in a uh, more serious fashion. Serious is a loose term, you know, yeah. in the game. But also, I'm still waiting on my twenty bucks. But anyways, moving on. Um... That is right. Shit, I owe you <laughs> twenty bucks. I told um... you I'll, I'll give you twenty bucks if you play time on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, you're, no. Right. you're um, right. I have played some games this week. Yeah, you did. 
I actually had more time to play games this week. So apart from League of Legends, uh, I'm going to start with Destiny 2. Um, so as we all know, I'm I'm a diehard Destiny 2 fan. Um, I will talk talk Wait, up Destiny, Destiny 2. 2. I've never heard of it. It's a brand new game came out by Bungie. It actually launched in September. It was called Destiny 2 Forsaken. Um, oh, yeah, cool. D2. <laughs> it's weird. Like you'd think they'd start with Destiny 1. They just... Called it Destiny. No, they just 2, went Des- Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah. Destiny yeah. One. That's weird. Destiny one. Um <laughs> I took quite a bit of a break from my regular Destiny 2 schedule. Um, like I'll hop on maybe once or twice a week now. Are uh, you sick? No, I'm not sick. I'm just playing other games. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? I didn't think that was normal. Yeah, but, but there there was a, a new quest that dropped uh, this past Tuesday. Um, that brought back a beloved weapon from uh, Destiny 1 called The Last Word. Um, it is a PvP weapon. Um, I obtained it with some friends mm-hmm. and it has made the game very fresh. It's but it's made it so much fun right now and I can't believe that they bought this gun back. This gun is... Okay, so to give you an idea, it is a uh, hand cannon uh, with eight rounds and all you have to do is hold down the trigger. It fires a uh, full full auto. It's 244 rounds per minute, so it fires very fast and hits very hard. And you don't aim down sights or anything. You just hip fire it, right? Um, and it was meant to combat uh, shotgun rushers or uh, Titan shoulder charges. Uh, so Titans have a one-shot melee ability called shoulder charge, where if they get too close and they melee you with it, you die. Um, yeah. Very yeah. satisfying, too. Yeah, it is very satisfying, but very annoying uh, to play mm-hmm. against. Very satisfying to use. Um, and so this was made to counter um, shoulder chargers and shotgunners. Um, then they nerfed in D1 because we had snowflakes crying about how how it was too strong and how they couldn't do anything just because they couldn't aim as good. Um, so it got nerfed into the ground. Then they bought it back up a little bit, but it was never the same as it was. But it has a very particular sound and a very particular feel. And Bungie captured that exactly in D2 with this release. And me and my friends, I have a friend who generally gets very bored of destiny uh pvp is that even power. possible i didn't know it would oh yeah no i, I get bored of destiny destiny PvP destiny right now too um and and we've been playing for hours just pulling out this gun seeing it twirl in our hand because it has a unique animation because it is an exotic weapon and then just go and just firing it it feels good it takes me back to the days of watching and learning Does it throw when you shoot uh no, it just twirls. Yeah, it'd be funny out. if it just really, like you're constantly <laughs> twirling in your finger and just fire at the enemy. <laughs> that Can you funny. imagine that? Um, no, you fired by fanning the hammer. That's the perk that it's called. And so yeah, you, you twirl it by holding your hand up. <laughs> um, it takes me or back. If you're days. classic, you could do uh, hold your you know uh, <laughs> do the uh, pointer finger, the thumb, like hey, <laughs> see my balls. Do 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 do. Okay, sorry. Uh, for the audio listeners, I'm making very vulgar hand symbols and suggestions here. Disregard me, please. Uh, yeah, the lack of sleep is getting to uh, Tyler. Um, what are you talking about? I am doing fantastic. I feel like a new orangutan. Real crafty. Streamer that I spend a lot of time in his channel, in his community. Um, he was infamous for last word sniping. And that's how I learned how to play in D1, just by watching him. Um, and to see the gun back, to see that playstyle back, to see him use it, it's just made me very happy and very hopeful for what Destiny 2 might lead to 
not what it might become in the short term because I don't think a lot is going to change. Um, not yet, anyways. Mm-hmm. But that happened. I'm very, I'm very happy with that. I, I've not been sleeping very well this week because I've been playing up, staying up late nights, working on school assignments uh, on the side, playing uh, Destiny Two and Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. You played without me. I'm playing a lot of Sea of Thieves without you. I'm about halfway to um, Pirate Legend. Um, you you keep just, saying that. You, you act like it's like saying uh, level fifty in RuneScape is halfway to the Cape. No, that's not how it works, my friend. It's I mean, gonna be a right. grind. It is. It is a slow. It is a pretty long grind. But also, I don't care for it. Um, not yet, anyways, because uh, I'm rolling with some friends who are Pirate Legend, and so I I think I've done three Athenas already. Um. I understand I'm not Pirate Legend, but I still want to play with you. Um, not to not to sit and brag here about how much I've made in one night. Um, no, so I, I just hop on late after I, after I do some schoolwork, and then I get a message, you want to hop on and sail something? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm down. And I'm usually joined in the middle of a skull fort or the middle of an Athena's voyage, and so I just get to profit of other people's hard work. Um, I've, I've I've just been having fun with it. I like I'm rolling with people who who are pirate legend. They know exactly what to do. So I just become submissive. I tell them, you know, just how much should be made. Um, I think I'm sitting like in the last three days of playing, I've made uh, 190 thousand. Oh, that's that's not too bad. I was expecting you to say like half a mil or something like that. I'm like, you motherfucker! You left me oh, for God. this. You left me for the money. I've just not been uh, playing as much as they have. My friend's been grinding the fuck out of this game. Um, I think uh, one of my friends made uh, Dustin. You, we played Deceit with Dustin. I think he made. Uh, yeah, it's my I, good friend Dustin, who would never betray me. Half half a million in one night. Um, so they're nice. playing hard, uh, hard at it. Now I'm just there, kind of like I. I don't really have any aspirations within the game or within grinding out the levels. I just I'm just there to have fun with my with friends. Um, the one fun experience I did have this week, uh, we were just sailing, dude. We were just sailing, minding our own business, on our way to finish the final chapter of this Athena's voyage. And That's then the brig, uh, we're in a galleon, and then this brig just rolls up. Um, uh, we stopped to get some supplies, or we stopped somewhere for some reason. I can't remember why. Uh, no, no, we just fought a Meg. We stopped to fight a Meg, killed the Meg, uh, a Megalodon. Um, went in to get the loot, get back on board, and then we look to out on the right side of our ship, and we see a brig just sailing right at us. It's just, and I'm not like, talking about the T-bone you kind of thing. It was in ramming distance, and we're like, "All right then." And so <laughs> we all go switch to like our PvP loadouts, um, get a load up on cannonballs, get rammed, and then we just get on board and we farm them so that we could steal their supplies because they had like a hundred wooden planks, like a hundred plus cannonballs, and we were running low. Uh, but they were good people. They, they were really fun people because as they were coming in for the ram, all I could hear was "Yeah, ahoy there!" And I'm like, "All right, these guys know what's up," and they wanted it. And then we're sorry, but we're gonna sink you, and we sank them. We kept them afloat for about ten minutes so that we could take all their supplies while they kept respawning and we kept killing them. That's brutal, man. That that no. that's brutal shit. Why the hell would they just go? Listen, we defended ourselves. All right, Tyler. That was that was we were standing our ground. I mean, with uh, the whole upcoming update, which sounds like uh, there's going to be PvP based uh, quests uh, yeah. to give out soon. So that's something to look forward to. So I can't really, you know, give you shit for you know 
fighting another person in what is mostly a PvP-based multiplayer game in Sea of Thieves, but... <sighs> Imagine getting upset at the fact that you're in a pirate game and you're expecting people to treat others like with decency. That's what somebody said to me at Davy Jones Locker. He's like, you, you know, you really, you really should be nicer. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean nicer in a pirate game? Do you, do you understand what you are? Do you understand what the game is? I'm not gonna be nice. There's honor among thieves. Never. There's, there's gotta be times you gotta receive dollars to steal shit tyler okay nick fun fun little story time here uh we're gonna go back to runescape days there would be a time where i had a lot of stuff on me uh and i was running through the goddamn wilderness where anybody could pick me off and so you know i accidentally you know i'm being attacked by the uh chaos elemental scare the shit out of me i'm low on health and i run into an area where there's rune or being mined by a guy who could clearly just blow me out of the water by staring at me long enough he could easily murder me, but yeah. he has his goal, which is to mine that runite ore, and I have my goal to not die and lose all my shit. Right. Did he did he kill me? You fuck yeah, he did. He stole all my shit. So <laughs> yes, I understand what you're talking about. But he could have easily he just easily not. Yeah, just let me go. I'm, I'm that guy. I don't care. <laughs> you sorry, that's what you that's that's funny that's what you sign yourself up for when you like enter an area like the wilderness or you enter a game like sea of thieves anything can happen at any possible time and we i think we're gonna have this argument all the time and all you want to do is just make gold and just sail around and i'm like all right where's the next fucking victim i mean every fucking time about sea of thieves the 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 safest thing is to assume if they're coming towards you they want to do harm to you which stinks because if you're just going to the same island or you're trying to do the same goal or something, it's like, well, you have to be mean to each other because if you try to be friendly most of the time, it doesn't work out because either A, they're going to be aggressive to you, or B, they're lying to you so they can be even more aggressive to you at a closer distance. And All right, so I'll throw, I'll throw one wholesome story your way. Um, I, was on, I, was another, I was on a galleon and... Uh, I was uh, joined while my friends were in uh, the middle of getting an achievement for getting uh, all your lanterns to be different colors. So how you die, uh, depending on how you die, you get a different color flame from the ship, uh, the Davy Jones's ship. Oh. And so if you light uh, all the lanterns with all the different colors of the different possible ways you die, you get an achievement called Festival Party Boat. Um, and so we did that. And then we were sailing to an outpost. We saw a little sloop there. We're like, we're running low on supplies. Let's see how much they have. We jump on, kill them all, take all their supplies. Sounds and then so far. wait, just wait. And then they respawn and then they kill one of us. We kill them both. And then my friend who died, he was talking to them. He's like, all right, listen, get back. When you respawn, get back onto the dock. We'll take all your supplies and we'll give you all the lights. And we gave them the achievement for free. We just we just traded supplies, and then we just sailed. We, honestly, honest to God, we just sailed off after that. After they filled up all on all their colors, okay. we just sailed up. I'm gonna give you an analogy here. You tell me if this sounds <laughs> not correct. I come up to you with a gun, and I say, "Buy my little thing of cheese here for fifty dollars," and not only are you gonna get some badass cheese, you live. And then you buy my cheese because you don't want to die. And then I take off into the night. That feels 
entirely wholesome, Nick. Good job, Nick. I'm so proud of you, Nick. Wow, you, you really, you really put the honor in pirates. You know, for oh, yeah. thieves, tell me that isn't wholesome. That is something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Kevin, what, what do you? Uh, does it does it sound like he did a good deed that day, Kevin? Uh, or does oh, it feel man. like a? What, what's your thoughts here? If you think about what they could have done, they could have just killed them and left. So, instead of being I, I don't play Sea of Thieves, so I, I'm not sure what's going on. But I, I assume they could have just killed them and left and took their stuff. So, so when uh, when you kill somebody, uh, when they die, they go to like a little waiting area uh, where it takes a few seconds before they respawn and they respawn back on their ship. So if we were truly like assholes, we could have just kept killing them because they'll keep respawning on their ship. And they'll only stop they'll only stop when we get rid of that ship by sinking it so we're like all right just stop attacking us we'll stop we'll take your supplies you can respawn safely take all the colors of the lights that you want and then we'll let you go it feels like you're a bully with a silver lining at this point <laughs> which is better than just a plain old bully okay <laughs> when somebody beats me up in high school, but at the end of the day, he gives me a piece of gum. I'm not as excited. I mean, you're right. I guess I'll be like, okay, this guy has a, a redeeming feature, but he's still going to beat the shit out of me in the next day for my lunch money. But he's going to give me another stick of gum just to, you know, it, it, that's also known as Stockholm Syndrome, where, you know, you're, you're captive to a system or a place. And you're so used to them that when they're finally nice to you that you're like, I'm in love with him. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, Tyler. But it's I'm still move a better on love story than Twilight. So what the fuck ever. Uh, Modulus go. Yes. Um. We're so this is, this is an interesting one. I had to think about this a little bit. What is the most interesting plot hole you have seen in a game? Now, by this, do you mean just like something that something that leaves unanswered questions, or something that just makes absolutely no sense? You found it to be completely fascinating, or well. If, if that's the case, then it sounds like it's not really a plot hole if it doesn't even make sense. There's a missing part of the story in a game that just never gets explained because somebody forgot or they just didn't have the materials to go further with the details. Okay. Uh, if, if you want, I can give an example or you know what I thought. Okay, let's start with you. Sure. So let's look at World of Warcraft. Uh, the, the game in question, or the expansion, is Cataclysm. Uh, in Cataclysm, there is an underwater world. I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, Kevin, have you ever played WoW? I played until like level 10. Wait, you played until level 10? Yeah. Well, uh, you got further than a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I guess. As further than I ever got. So this underwater world, uh, there's a dungeon where uh, Neptune is uh, being harassed by the old gods. He's like, hey, just leave me a believe or let me, you know, leave me alone. And at the end of the dungeon, he, you know, empowers you to fight off this old giant ass octopus. But after you defeat it, the octopus, ca uh, octopus captures him and drags him out of the dungeon. Now, later on in a raid, this uh, Neptune guy was supposed to be corrupted and stuff, and you're supposed to free him of his prison and all that stuff. But for reasons that raid never happened so in this world of warcraft lore a universe he gets captured by an octopus and then is never seen again and it's like 
that that's kind of an important of a detail uh you know what's going to happen to him and that that is my idea of what a plot hole would, would be okay uh kevin do you have any ideas of something from games you've played as um, nick frantically searches for games that have serious <laughs> plot holes in them well i did play an mmorpg called star wars the old republic oh yeah you guys know star wars mm -hmm. uh yeah isn't that uh it's like uh, space battles space battles no it's called star wars uh is that Isn't the one with the, the Vulcans Abrams? and they go and they go, uh, you know, uh, live, live longer? Yes, and uh, live longer <laughs> and uh, succeed in life in a meaningful fashion. Uh, yeah, Star Wars, we, the old Republic. I, was it an MMO? I, I guess it could be, yes. right? It, well, I mean, obviously, you know. Okay, so uh, Star Wars, the old Republic. <laughs> Tell me about this plot hole you're talking about here. Yeah, well, um, if you buy a subscription which is like 15 bucks a month, uh, you Oof. get this, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, um, you get this, like, um, new parts of the game, like a new storyline, where, I don't know, you're looking for an emperor, and then when you find him, you get to, like, he turns out to be super powerful, so he captures you and your friends, and... Um, then you get to decide whether you want to kill the Emperor or listen to him. Either way, um, if you if you kill him, well, obviously you kill him. If you listen to him, your friend will kill him. And his soul will go into you and you'll, he'll get stuck in your head and he can speak to you, but everyone else thinks he's dead. Yes. So, like, the reason I brought this up is because uh, I'm I have no idea why they were looking for this emperor. <laughs> well, I mean, they just throw that. He's the dark like, side, though. He's a, he's yeah. a baddie, right? For, you don't have I to guess. have a you know uh, Arthas of the Lich King level details as to why you need to hunt down a bad guy. It's because the, if the government tells you he's bad, surely he's bad, right? Just Obviously, let's do, uh, do what the government does. You know, tells you obey. No, you're right. There's a weird plot hole. It's like. Has there been a good dark side person so far? Like, I'm sure there has, there's got to be a story somewhere where somebody uses the dark side for good reasons. Um, do you mean in the game or just Star Wars in general? Uh, just Star Wars, like even in a, a Star Wars book at this point, I feel like there's got to be something like that because everybody, you know, if you use the dark side, you're clearly evil and you have to use malicious, you know, this, all that stuff. But has there ever been a time where, like, I know there's gray Jedi's who kind of use both sides of the force typically and as uh, considered neutral. So I guess technically that's, uh, you know, one way of uh, viewing it, but you never hear about a good Jedi using force lightning and it just messes with me. Yep. Hot takes right there. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, are you done, uh, thinking ponderous, you know, pondering on, uh, all your knowledge and finding a plot hole in your head? Um, yeah, no, I was just uh, looking up the release dates for some games so that I could be sure that dropping spoilers wouldn't be an issue. Uh, Jack and Daxter series, the original trilogy. Uh, so this encompasses Jack and Daxter Ooh. 1, 2, and 3. Uh, more so 2 and 3. Uh, are you familiar with the series, Tyler? Uh, you could say that I watched uh, a friend play a lot of it and show me every single cutscene to the games. Yes. Okay. Uh, Kevin, are you familiar with these games? 
Oh. Okay. Uh, I played a You're lot of these games. With Baxter. How could you not do this, Baxter? You're breaking my heart, <laughs> man. Uh, these games, I I love them. Jack and Dexter 2 and 3 especially. Mainly, uh, I put so much of time on them on my PS2. Um, so there's, there's an instance where there's a time travel loop where... Uh, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with this, Tyler. Uh, so in Jack 2, you find out that Jack and Daxter are actually living in the future because at some point in the game, they have to defend a younger version of himself that he doesn't realize is a younger version of himself until later in the game. And then he goes back in time uh, with his mentor, but a younger version of his mentor that they fi- find in the present. And so takes his mentor and his younger self back in time Damn, Kevin, you thought my lore about Kingdom Hearts was and bad. I don't even know how to... This is... And then and then we find out late in Jack and Dexter 3 that Jack's birth name is Mar, and Mar is actually the founder of one of the oldest civilizations in the game, and we don't know if Jack goes back to the past at some point. And I'm not talking about Samurai Jack here, I'm talking about Jack and Dexter from Jack and Jack and Dexter. And... Samurai Jack. And I don't know, is he is he the same Mar? Is he is he an ancestor? Is he is he a descendant? We we don't know. And like I need to know. Like I love these games, Tyler. The story of these games are fantastic. I just need to know so that the story is complete and I can rest in peace. Isn't it shown at the end of uh, either two or three where Dexter is considered part of the precursor legacy, where uh, they're one of the ancient beings in charge of the technology? Uh uh Daxter was turned into an otzel, which is a cross between an otter and a weasel. Uh, but he's only he only mimics uh, it's only in form purely. Um, he just happened to be turned into an otzel, but that's what the precursors look like. Okay, and oh, yeah. that that is fair. And uh, I would also like to point out that uh, Nick, uh, my, uh, friend Nick. Well, you're also a friend, but no, other uh, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I know, Ram. I'm just I'm stepping <laughs> in bear traps left and right here. Over in the chat, he says, uh, "I thought he was named after the original Mars, so maybe just a rename, uh, like a, a hero uh, kind of situation." As far as I know, we don't know. We just know that his birth name was Mar before uh, he was lost as a child to Deimos, who was his father. And um, yeah, we we really don't know. We don't. I want to think it would make sense if he was named after. Uh, uh, the you know either he's a descendant or he's just named after the legendary hero more that would make sense in terms of like putting to rest but time travel exists in the game so it isn't far-fetched to imagine that he actually goes back at some point for whatever reason so you're suggesting potentially there's a plot hole that would uh, suggest that Jack would go through a time loop to create his own civilization as the leader even further back as uh, yeah even further back than the time loop in uh, between one two and three God damn, I hate time travel in games, man. Because the younger version of himself goes back in two, uh, goes to one. He grows up there. He's uh, he's a mute for whatever reason. Um, And then eventually finds his voice. He travels further in time into two. And then incidents of two happen where he finds his younger self and then he goes back. So that's the loop. And then three happens where he finds out what his birth name is and meets his father. You know, if he split his heart from his body like Xehanort, he'd be able to travel back to any point that he was at at any given moment <laughs> and then pull his younger or older self back to the present. And then he could make it a new organization 13 of Jax. I'm just saying, sure. Kingdom Hearts 3 logic works, man. Sure. Um, I would, th- that's part of the reason why I'd buy a PS4 putting aside as well um, for Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. Those are the games that I grew up on and those are the games I'd do just about anything to play again. Um, 
But yeah, that's uh, that's my that's my interesting plot hole. Um, and then we're gonna move on. I, to I do our... want to say one thing with uh, yes, sir, with Naughty Dog uh, and Jack and Daxter. It would be nice to see them make a new game, uh, like help just bring it together, or either that, just reinvent it. I don't know if there's been ever <sighs> any talk recently about that, but I feel so like I'm just uh, the... going Go up their last game. So it was Jack and Dexter one, two, and three. So Jack, uh, Jack and Dexter: Precursor Legacy, Jack two, Jack three, uh, Jack, Jack X. X, which was the combat yep. racing game, and then Jack and Dexter: The Lost Frontier. There was also Daxter, the spin-off game that was on the which PSP. Is the only game of the series I've played so far. No, I would, I would imagine. Uh, Jack and Dexter: Lost Frontier was uh, developed uh, by high impact so that's when the handoff that's when they handed it off uh to high impact i do do believe the ip is still owned by naughty dog but for whatever the reason they couldn't work on it um and the lost frontier was okay um it introduced aerial combat and a few other things and just made it turned into like a pseudo rpg that i didn't particularly enjoy um and so I'd like to see them do something again with the universe and the story because I love it when developers and publishers build these stories and these worlds and they just let it go to waste. Like, mm. there, there's so much you could do with the, the Destiny universe, the Halo universe, the Ratchet & Clank universe. I haven't played any of the PS3 games, so I can't speak to them. I've only played the original, not even the original, I don't think you can call the first four I mean- the original four. Jack and Daxter: The Lost Frontier is the last or the most recent game in the series, right? Technically, yes, yes, it's the most that, recent that game. That was in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So we are pushing just a little bit under ten years so far of yeah. a new uh, Jack and Daxter game coming out. And so, there was, I believe, there was a remastered collection that came out in twenty thirteen, maybe. Uh, but beyond that, they haven't really done anything else with, with the game. Let's say Naughty Dog couldn't do it. Uh, what Sony loyal company would you think would be best suited to make a new Jack and Dexter game? Oh, you're asking the wrong pers- uh, person. I was say, um, Kevin, if you got thoughts on this too, uh, you know, I'd be interested in something like this as well. Honestly, personally, I think right now, uh, and this is kind of bringing up loosely, after what feels like has been a lot of heavy blows with Crystal Dynamics in the Tomb Raider series, I feel like they've been doing great with platforming and all that stuff, and to give them a bit of a break, they could easily do Crystal Dynamics through Square Enix and pump out another Jack and Daxter. Now, I don't know if there would be other companies you know, that are super loyal to Sony that would be able to pull off something like this, but it shouldn't be too hard, I'd like to think. Um, uh, I, I would also be down for vicarious visions really they uh, did the is- crash they did the crash bandicoot remaster mm, mm, true, um, true. and they're but uh, they are a subsidiary of uh activision but uh they worked on uh the pc version for destiny 2 on the pc port uh they did the crash bandicoot remaster um and i believe they're working on crash team racing that's coming out uh this summer Ooh. is that really them uh i'm gonna find out now <laughs> uh Nick in the chat is suggesting uh Polyphony Digital if it was to be another racing game, which uh they are more well known for uh their Gran Turismo games, which of course Nick would hundred percent uh you know uh you know recommend that in a heartbeat. Uh I'm trying to think if it was a a nice simple platformer. I I don't know which company made uh what's it called? Not uh Sly. Raccoon? Fly Raccoon? 
Sly Ra- who made Sly Raccoon? Give me the man that made Sly Raccoon, which is uh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, yeah. Which is owned by Sony. I think we found it. Get uh, fucking Sucker Punch back into the game with, you know, I don't even know what the hell they've been working on lately. Uh, have you heard their name in a while? I feel oh, like I have I not. Oh, man. They're the last. Actually, oh, I think I have. Kojima. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which, you know, is a big thing, but, you know, their big thing back then before that was uh, Infamous. And so I feel like, you know, they could use a nice, good platformer now. Oh, man. Um, Insomniac, too, I'd like to see them because they did uh, Ratchet and Clank. They're the IP, they own the IP for Ratchet and Clank since uh, 2002. Uh, they did the Resistance games when they they were a thing. Um yeah, then and they did the Spyro remaster, uh, Sunset Overdrive. They did Spider Man. Mm, mm, yeah. Well, uh, Kevin's been bored the fucking death as we rant on over PlayStation yeah. games over here. I don't know. What's up? I enjoy listening. It's well, okay. Uh, Kevin, are you much of a Nintendo fan, perchance? Um. Hmm. Not much. Um, Outside I mean, of Pokemon, yeah, obviously. I would say uh, you're you're playing Pixel Spark, you know, a Pokemon Minecraft game, but maybe you just yeah. like a good modded Minecraft game, and maybe the focus isn't too much on Pokemon. I don't know. Basically, I'm not that much of a Pokemon freak. I wish I was because I do enjoy playing it, and I wish I was better at it. But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh. If uh, there is another chance for you to try a, uh, a Nintendo game a little bit more easier, it's going to be this, Nick. Uh, coming out for Android and iOS uh, in the very near future, uh, Dr. Mario World is coming out. Now, have either of you played a Dr. Mario game? Nope. Not okay, I was gonna say, for the audio listeners, they're both feverishly uh, shaking their heads. <laughs> you know, come on, guys. Great audio here over here. What's going on here? <laughs> Um, I've heard of Dr. Mario, but I've not actually played a Dr. Mario game. Uh, it's maybe not to the same style of Puyo Puyo, but getting damn close to it, kind of. Uh, it is, in fact, a, a puzzle-style game. Uh, no, very possibly this could be if it's considered a Puyo game, which I, I'm not going to call it a Puyo game. Because, uh, you know, it's just simply a puzzle game. Like, uh, to me, I think of, like, Pokemon uh, Puzzle Quest and that kind of stuff. But... However, yeah, it's coming out sometime uh, in early summer 2019. Okay, so that's and, probably uh, going to be... They say early summer 2019. Summer as we know it is probably going to be from what? Uh, at this point. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. It says uh, this article from Kotaku by Luke Plunkett. Says hey, that somebody doesn't Jason Schreier. Somebody that isn't Jason Schreier, uh, because it's not Destiny. Uh, the game is described by Nintendo as a puzzle title, uh, while they're also while they also say it'll still be free to download with optional in-app purchases. Oh no, Luke Plunkett, we found a typo. Ooh. Somebody, somebody, get him on the phone. Oh no, wait, 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 where's the typo? Uh, thank you, Kotaku, for the ad. <laughs> uh, third paragraph, second line, right at the start. Oh, well, thy also say it will be... F- Maybe they're uh, they're Roman. I don't know. You, you Maybe. Can't, or, I can't assume. Guidance. It's 2019. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. I should listen to my mother more. 
I'm gonna say that might be uh maybe they just they're fighting the internet even though this is an internet article so they took the e out of they so yeah okay also uh just on a random side note just to pack it in i want to get some more information out of kevin here so i'm gonna Let's propose one last article here if you don't mind there is a new Splatfest that is coming out this weekend it's going to be a big battle coming up this saturday the battle between the two uh, inkling armies is going to be pancakes versus waffles. Kevin, what's Ooh. better? Pancakes or waffles? That depends on who makes them. Are you oh. my wife? Are you going to be indecisive? <laughs> Pick your favorite one of each one then. Jeez. Okay, let's say, you, let's say you have Gordon Ramsay sits down and makes you pancakes and waffles and you know, you know they're coming from a top tier person. Which would you pick? Probably waffles. Good man. Nick, are you also waffles? I'm also waffles because they get nice and light and crispy and you can put ice cream on it and it's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is the first time we've been in 100% agreement that waffles are better <laughs> than pancakes. Now, let, let us put the disclaimer that if there's no waffles on the table, pancakes are good. Uh, oh, 100%. Though. I'm saying we're not saying oh I won't eat these pancakes they're awful no oh no there's just, ain't nothing wrong with pancakes it's just I would prefer a nice light crispy not super sweet waffle that's nice and warm to go with my ch- uh, vanilla ice cream okay fair enough uh, the downside with waffles is uh it technically is a bit more greasier a little bit higher in the calories just with uh what goes into it uh whereas you know pancakes is essentially well, I mean, that's if you're comparing like one waffle to like a stack of pancakes from IHOP. Okay, fair enough. I'm gonna say if we're gonna talk about IHOP. <laughs> whoever, you know. whoever has the one pancake, Tyler. Do you go on, like nobody ever goes anywhere? I'm like, yeah, can I have just a one pancake? Nobody makes you one pancake for breakfast. What are you talking about? Yes, they do. It's called for children. Kids don't count. It's always at least two oh, pancakes that people. This don't count. man did a uh, a gun charge transaction in a game saying that it was wholesome doesn't count children not in, not in this conversation we're, we're discussing pa- uh, when, uh, pancakes versus waffles among adults right. and oh, unanimously adults. unanimously we have decided that it's waffles you do realize that uh, right now in this conversation, there is one person in many countries considered under the age of eighteen, therefore not. Yeah, an but, adult. It's, but it's but it's you Europe. are excluding they do, our guests they do, in the conversation. They do sir. they do things differently. It's Europe. It's Europe. Seventeen uh, okay. is probably considered an adult. There, I, would I be I far know. from the truth, Kevin? No. No, you, you no. can't drive until you're eighteen. You don't need to drive and uh, to be considered an adult. <laughs> I just said Nick can't even drive. Hey, <laughs> I can't drive either. I don't know. I'm just messing with that. You can drive into a pole. Uh, so, I know how I blade the heat, ain't I? Jeez. Okay, so uh, it looks like even everybody in the chat is uh, 100% uh, waffles right now. Yeah, waffles uh, are great. Waffles are fantastic. So, uh, okay, the big question is uh, right now, uh, waffles is by, oh my gosh, what is the name of the characters from uh, Don't Get Hooked or Don't. Oh, what's it called? Don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. What are the, you know, the Pearl and Marina. Thank you. Uh, anyways, I know Kevin's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? This uh, is from uh, Splatoon 2. Yes, uh, a game for the Nintendo Switch right now. It looks like Pearl's pancakes. Marina is waffles. So who do you think is going to win the popularity vote? 
I feel like waffles is going to win the popularity vote, but I feel like the tryhards are going to pick pancakes. I feel like pancakes are probably going to win it. It, it, it does uh, concern me because it stinks because everybody's going to want waffles and it's the best two out of three. So, oh, fuck, I want waffles to win. I want a waffle mm. right now. Waffles on you. Tomorrow, I'm making waffles. Uh, so, I, I think that's pretty much it on news on my end. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, There is uh, uh, one thing I think worth mentioning. Um, there's uh, yeah. there's a rumor that leaked um, oh. of, a, of a new free-to-play BR from EA uh, set in the Titanfall universe. Oh no! I've heard about this. This and up. we. This is purely a rumor. We know nothing. We're gonna have to wait and see what happens until Monday. I think Monday. That's when they the rumor said that they were set to announce something. Um, apparently, there are no Titans, so it's purely gonna be pilot versus pilot uh, gunplay, which I think would be fine. Um, see, look, I it's can't... either it's it's either pilot versus pilot gunplay, or you you can you it's Titan versus Titan. But if you want to try out any of these other Titans, you have to pay. You see, Oof. like that would create Oof. like that's essentially pay to win. Oof. I, I, and, I was gonna... and tell me, EA wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> As flames shoot up in the background, even EA would never try to make money off of you know pay the win schematics. No, sir, they've never done that before. So I was about to make the argument. I was like, it's like Halo without Banshees and Ghosts. You just can't have a map without it. Yes, you can. As, as it turns out, there's plenty of Halo maps that don't incorporate that. So, okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Okay. You win. Yeah. So there was also talk about this rumor where EA, uh, sorry, uh, Respawn might actually not be in charge of this project. Uh, Which is fine. I just, as long as it doesn't take away from Titanfall 3. I couldn't give a shit what happens with this PR. Okay, I was, well, that that was my biggest concern right there. Is uh, if they take it away from Respawn, does that mean Respawn's on its way out to being done for at this point? Uh, is that going to kill the, the the dream of finally you know spitting on Activision in the face after you know the whole split up from an, uh, Infinity Ward, which is right. where this whole thing just started from in the first place? It just well, stinks because Respawn was the greatest revenge story that was going to happen. And not only did it, you know, fail in a lot of directions, it like they got stabbed by their own partner. Their yep, Brutus, aka EA, just like screwed them over so bad, and it's upsetting. Yep. Uh, Nick is saying uh, Respawn is making a Star Wars game. Uh, is that true? Uh, I believe they are. Uh, um, they have been assigned to the next Star Wars game. Okay. Um, yeah, I, that was after, or this was before even the Vancouver project got canceled. Vancouver EA was working on the Star Wars open world game. Mm, mm, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, Nick. Some games are coming up this week. No, nothing, nothing too crazy, but some games. Nothing too crazy, but we actually have video games that's starting to come out. Uh, February twenty second. We're not going to cover that until a few a few episodes from now. But February twenty second is going to be insane because we've got several games coming in at that time. Um, it are you is, gonna say what the game is? Or are you just going to leave us in suspense for two episodes? February twenty second. <laughs> I'm going to leave you guys in suspense. I know Anthem's coming out, and there are three other games that are oh, coming yeah. out at the same time. 
Um, if it is Monday, I uh, it is Monday. Um, I hope you guys have had a chance to play some of the Anthem open uh, demo. I will be talking about it more next week just because we record in Sydney. I haven't ha- actually had time to play on it yet. Uh, but coming out in the next uh, week, February 5th, we've got The Book of Unwritten Tales 2 that's coming out on the Switch. Uh, does anybody know anything about that? I have no fucking idea what that game is. Awesome. We're going to move on. We've got Etrian Odyssey Nexus coming out on the 5th of Feb as well on the 3DS, and it's exclusive. The fuck? Uh, yeah. Um, is this game about necromancy? Because it's just going to bring a console straight from the dead? They're trying, man. They're trying. Uh, the then we've 3DS got... is gone, man. What the fuck is this shit? We've got Spike Volleyball coming out on the same day, February 5th, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, it doesn't look like a Weebs uh, volleyball game. It just looks like a straight-up volleyball sport game. Not published by EA, so I don't have any idea who's trying to like actually work on it. Um, but that comes out February 5th, and that is, I believe, the Tuesday. Uh, so tomorrow. Uh, next on the list, Astroneer coming out February 6th, uh, Wednesday, PC and Xbox One. Tyler, do you, do you know anything about this game? Uh, this is technically a uh, Steam port. Uh, it did come out uh, over in 2016. Uh, it is, uh, if you were to imagine a No Man's Sky style kind of game, it is an open sandbox adventure game. So uh, just uh, expect to have fun and explore kind of stuff. I don't know what the if there's like a crafting system or if it's survival specifically. Uh, beyond that, I really don't know. Uh, hopefully it's a decent game. Okay. Um, coming out <laughs> February 7th, we've got Ape Out. Uh, it's coming out on PC and Switch. Ape Out. What, uh, what the, uh, like, the only time I've heard that uh, the word ape is ape escape, so ape out, what the hell is going on here? Um, is a wildly, ape out is a wildly intense and colorfully stylized smash em up about primal escape, rhythmic violence, and frenetic jazz. It is a, uh, a top down beat em up game where you are essentially a, and this is very color- colorific because it, you know, it shows a top-down silhouette of an orange gorilla just running out to people, grabbing them, and then throwing them around and shit. Uh, so, ape out. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty much what it, is, you know, it says. Okay. They just go around and cause uh, mass chaos. That, that's interesting. Okay. Well, let's uh, so see, that uh, comes out on the 7th of Feb, which is a Thursday. And unfortunately, as uh, how it is always, uh, we don't have any list on the price because we got three weeks left before it comes out on us uh, well it comes out on steam uh, according to this uh on the uh, 22nd or the 28th i mean huh. huh god i love fucking calendars don't you uh, calendars where people try to mm-hmm. put all the games on the thing and they change the date willy-nilly that's what we get for uh you know listing off steam games that'll happen Oh, they, uh, they don't get the picture from the publisher to lock in the date so you know we try to report you know, on the february 7th you know, that's probably what it was at one point. You're like, ah, 28th now. Panic. At least, I'm you know, February trying... 1st. I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant. Oh, that's fine. I'm just trying to get more information about I'm this next game. We've got, we've got three games coming out on the same day, February 8th, which is next for uh, the coming Friday. God Eater 3 coming out on the PS4 and PC. This Hell is yeah. a Bandai Namco title. Hell um, yeah. This is a can-ass game. This is a cam game. Yes, I, I looked it up and I realized it is a very much a cam game. Tyler, do you want to tell us a little bit about God Eater? I have no fucking idea what it's about. All I know is awesome. it's a crazy Japanese RPG that they love eating the shit out of gods. 
Nice. Moving on. We've got Monster Energy Supercross, and it has a longer title, but it comes out on February 8th. PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. This is a Monster Energy dirt bike game. Monster Energy drink, yes. Uh, the 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 energy drink. It, it is a game, in in oh. but like dirt bike racing so, game. There's a dirt bike racing game that's sponsored by a fucking energy drink, like the video game. Yes. What the hell? Well, technically, yeah. it's real life sponsored by it. Because you know it's the real thing, so maybe because they're making a game over it, they gotta include the monster energy part. But at the same time, it's just unusual. I I, I mean, it's the first time I've heard of an uh, energy drink uh, getting into a video game as a, a title. Jeez. Um, uh, and then the last one here, Yokai Watch Three, coming out on the 3DS, and this is, I believe, a port. Mm. Yeah. What did it come out on originally then? If it was getting ported, Lord knows. Let's see, Yokai Watch uh, 3. Yokai Watch typically I know it was on the uh the 3DS, so that's throwing me off here. Uh Yokai Watch was always been the uh the like uh, a similar to that of uh Pokemon. Yeah. Oh no, never uh hang on. Let's see. Yokai Watch 3 was released in two versions. Oh no, I believe this is the um this is the North American release. My bad. Okay. This is not a port, this is the North American release. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, coming for the 3DS, normally I'd complain, but seeing how, uh, you know, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, you know, a couple of years ago, it's. Have you ever played There's... a Yokai Watch, either of you? No. Okay, uh, then I won't talk about it. No. Um, I can tell you Yokai Watch 4 will be released for the Nintendo Switch in quarter one of 2019. Ooh, look yeah. at you with that information. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's uh exclusive information uh, right here on Casual Master Quest. Um and then we're going to move on to our this this day in gaming, February 4th, which is a Monday. Not much happened. Uh Tyler, do you want to talk about the first thing that happened? Yes. Uh the Toy Headquarters company, also known as THQ, uh many years ago previous to this had uh actually I think THQ. I'm trying to remember. I wonder. I wonder if this was the same year or the, just the year after, because a lot of I feel like a lot of these things happened in quick succession. Because we talked yeah. about this a few episodes ago. Yes, we did. It's throwing me off here. Uh, yes, uh, THQ uh, in 2012 uh, declared bankruptcy, and so in 2010 THQ tried rebranding itself. Sorry, on this day, February 4th, 2010, THQ had tried to rebrand itself and fix itself up to uh, you know, be a new game uh, company and make things right. Also, uh, just to stop Kevin from being overly confused, this podcast comes out on Monday, so we always talk about the uh, the Monday of every week. Uh, we confuse ourselves, too. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Sunday for me, so then... But yeah, Toy Headquarters tried rebranding itself... Uh, about a year and a half later it declares bunk uh bankruptcy bankruptcy and uh eventually i think in 2013 2014 it gets uh bought out by nordic games and so it, it comes back as thq nordic in 2016 which is the company we know for making uh dark siders 3 so yep. uh but another game came out in 1999 kevin Kevin, what game came out in 1999 in this day? I was not born, so I don't oh. know. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, that's uh, right. Oh my, we're in 2019. We're, we're old as shit. 
God damn it. Oh, it's a straw. <laughs> We're older than dirt. God damn it. I'm a man child. <laughs> I have to pay a bill or something. I feel responsible. Uh, also, uh, I guess uh, according to the Nick, uh, Monster owns NASCAR and Red Bull owns the Global Rally Cross Series. So I guess I was wrong, technically. But you don't see Monster in the title for NASCAR 2019. Uh, is there a NASCAR 2019? Uh, uh, no, that's an American question. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, America. Uh, so <laughs> uh, 1999, Tomb Raider 2 came out on uh, this day in the evening. So, uh, uh and it looks like that was pretty much it in terms of yeah. uh, big games that came out that day uh, over the course of many, many, many uh, bajillion thousand years. Sorry, sorry, I was just uh, looking something up. Uh, Tomb Raider 2, 1999. Is that, is that still Triangle Boobs era? Uh, I mean, that came out... Uh, Oh, it doesn't even say uh, what your uh, or what system it came out. That's awkward. Uh, I'm guessing that came out for the PlayStation. So by all means, yes, it was in fact okay. the uh, Triangle Boob era, as you uh, very, very eloquently described. <laughs> um, but beyond that, that's pretty much it for the episode. Um, Kevin, where can uh, people find you if they wanted to find you? Do you do things on the internet? What do you What do you do? Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your life. Where do you live? What kind of uh, pets do you have? Do you What's do you like Do you like ice cream? Um, you know, what, how do you like your steak? How do you like your steak? Put on the spot. Um, I mean, um, that, that was a lot of questions. <laughs> no, it's okay. ignore all of them. That was. How do you like your steak? How do I like my steak? I'd say yeah. medium rare. Okay, I can respect that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm right, okay, I'm yeah, we're we're happy with that. Um, but yeah, tell us. Uh, uh, let people know where they can find you. What do you do on the internet? Right. So, um, I don't use a lot of social media. The only one I'm really sometimes using is Twitch. So that would be twitch.tv slash spaxter but with three r's because the one with one r and two r's was already taken i think the that was me. Oh, that's unfortunate yeah uh do you stream then is, is that a fair assumption to make yeah sometimes i don't have a uh, like a schedule or anything but okay what I'd do like you to, uh, uh yes tyler and uh throw some shade at, at nick because uh, i'm a little oh. upset with him yeah one of the greatest games of all time for the 3DS came out on this day. Here we go. All right, hit me with it. In 2013, for the 3DS and this day of gaming, Fire Emblem Awakening came out. See, I was going to put that game in, but I've never played a Fire Emblem game, so I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. You fucked up, Nick. All right. You done goofed. Nick, it's Fire Emblem Awakening. I, what are you doing, man? Never played it. I never played it. I only bought my 3DS for the Pokemon games, Tyler. What do you want? Oh, blasphemy. Don't say that shit. That's the only reason I I owned the console. Because I wanted to play Pokemon. uh, What was it? XY. You take that back, mister. I'm not taking it back. You're taking it back. All right. Well, so Fire Emblem Awakening came out this day in gaming February 4th. Um, on the 3DS, um, was that, uh, was that, 
Is that it? That is a beautiful game right there, Mister. You uh, need. To are, I'm it. not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I never played it. I can't agree whether a game is good or bad or not if I haven't played it. Yes, you can. I can tell you without any reservation that Fallout 3 is terrible, and I've only watched you know, 150 <laughs> hours of the game. I can is tell you the Automata without playing it was actually, no, it was actually going to be a, a great game. Is that but. is that everything you wanted to add, Tyler? Yes, sir. I'm sorry for interrupting your conversation. <laughs> I got a little tilted right there that he skipped it because I left him in charge of all the good stuff, and he picked Tomb Raider 2 over Fire Emblem Awakening for the 3DS. I felt like it was significant. We're going to talk. We're going to have a company meeting after this. <laughs> All right. So that was my last episode um, of Casual Mess. <laughs> um, Kevin, what games do you stream? Kevin, uh, how do you, what do you, what do you feel about guesting and not guesting? How do you feel about co-hosting? You know, I'm looking for a new partner. <laughs> I need the strong silent type. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting. This is like the first time I've ever been live talking to other people that I don't know in real life. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it, it's intimidating at first, and then eventually you feel you you learn where you're comfortable and where you can interrupt people. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what games could we find you uh, streaming, Kevin? Uh, usually streaming. League of Legends and Terraria. Sometimes good choice. Yeah, there we go. And then right. sometimes I also stream while I am programming. Oh, okay. Nerds. Okay, that's pretty cool. Good um, stuff, good stuff. Tyler, where can we find you? Uh, right now, I'm not going to talk about my Twitch because I haven't been on there. You can find me on yeah. Twitter at two times Tyler. All letters, all one word. Two times Tyler. Because I have to do everything twice. Okay. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at LRWarrior11. Uh, I'm streaming very inconsistently, but I do stream some D2 sometimes, so come say hi if you can. Um, you can find the show um, on Twitter at MasterQuestPod, or you can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Emails with questions comments concerns reach out to us say hi whatever you want if you just want to chat want to meet up uh we also have a facebook and an instagram both of which are being worked on facebook more than the instagram right now uh facebook i believe you just look up casual master quest you'll find us and i believe we are at casual master quest on instagram um we're just still working on figuring out a workflow for uploading videos regularly there but yeah that's us uh that is the show that is episode number 38 of casual master quest we have tyler we are joined today by Nick. You can find him again on twitch.tv forward slash Spaxter, which is S-P-A-X-T-E-R-R-R. Uh possibly. I'm sorry. I've, you called maybe. him Nick. You called him Nick a few times too. No, I've talked yes, about my friend in the chat. I neither call oh. Kevin, have I called you Nick? Yeah, you've called him Nick. Uh, I've been paying attention. I don't think so. No. Kevin, uh, remember, I'm still a moderator on the, the generation thing. I, I, Don't yeah, let him bully yeah. you anymore, Kevin. You can stand up to him. Stand up for I, yourself. He's just I an old man. I would never bully him. I would never be like you, Nick. <laughs> Big bully with silver lining. That is Casual Mesquist, episode number 38. I was your host for this episode, Nick. I'm joined by Kevin and Tyler. Yes. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. And don't forget to never stop the grind. Be we'll safe. See you guys next. Bye-bye.